welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Travis. Um, I'm a Brian. And we are so happy to have you here today, listening again, listening in on our 44th episode. Yeah. Oh, foul. Uh, before we get too far into it, if you do want to follow along with these stories, maybe you think of something as you're listening along, you're like, man, I, I, I think this. Well, there are ways you can tell us about that feedback <laughs> and tell us what your thoughts are that are coming across to you as you're listening to us either rant, bullshit, tell you these stories, uh, eat crazy foods, whatever it may be. And you can do that by following any of the links in the description below, and that'll take you over to our Facebook page, Relative Reaction, yep. our Twitter page at Relative React. Uh, and then even our email, if you don't do social media for whatever reason, you can always email us to at relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. Yep. And we absolutely love hearing back from you guys. We really oh, yeah. do. Um, I find it so much fun to hear what people think about the stories. And don't forget to rate us at the iPod uh, thingy. Yeah, and on Apple Podcasts or right. wherever you listen to your podcast. Oh, yes. really. There's if you give a us lot that five-star rating and you leave a little comment below along with that, mm-hmm. those two things really, really help out on oh, yeah. kind of see getting our podcast more seen out right. there. Uh, now, uh, like last week, we did have someone comment back, uh, love the story on military drinking, 130 days a year. Uh, those are kind of rookie numbers still. Yeah. That's what one person put back. Definitely by a military person. Just yeah. going to say that. Out. I'm going to just, uh, you know. The same person also mentioned about, uh, am I the only one that noticed Mom Brin's stories were all about loving animals? Which made me think, I started thinking about the three stories you were talking about last week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they all kind of were. I'm an animal kind of gal. And if you haven't listened to that story or that podcast yet, don't feel bad. Finish out this one, and then I know you're just going to be jonesing when you're waiting this whole week to get to the next episode. So you can go back to episode 43. It was called Getting It All With Goats. That's right, baby. I mean, I don't know if I'd be so happy about <laughs> Go get it all with goats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go do it. But that was the last week's episode. This week is episode 44. Yes. Uh, 44 is the number of Hanukkah candles that come in a box. Oh. You got the Magnum 44, mm-hmm. and then there's the ever-wonderful-tasting Vix 44. Yummy. Oh, something. Uh, former prime minister from Portugal, Jose Socrates, or Socrates, or whatever the hell, was known as prisoner number 44. Oh, that's not good. Uh, there is a logic song called 44 Bars, where his verse is exactly 44 bars long. Or there's even the Jay-Z song, 44 Fours, where he rhymes the words 4, 4, and 4. 44 times as a follow-up to his song 22 twos which was a little more known oh um, yeah okay you go get them <laughs> lastly uh this week let's remember the band plus 44 that featured none other than mark hoppus and travis barker from blink <laughs> so let's get jamming this week nice 44 fix wait I, now see here's the bad thing is y'all get to just hear the audio. I had to sit here and watch her try to do like 44 gang sign <laughs> thing. I don't know what the hell she was trying to do. I'm not really good for podcasts, man. I do. I like talk with my hands and stuff. Count your blessings. <laughs> <laughs> the audio version only might be better. <laughs> uh, how's your week been? I have had a uh, pretty good doggone week. With the exception of the 
lights in the front basement, the hot water tank in the front basement, and the central air unit in the front basement. Besides all that, just like wonderful. Yeah, y'all are not making it like you're not selling me on this whole. I'm, I'm if homeowner, I'm buying a house. Should be closing here in about a week. Yeah, just over. I'll, I'll be closing in on a house, and me and my wife are buying. It's our first house that we're actually buying, not just renting or anything like that. Right. And you're not doing a good job on selling me on wanting to do this. <laughs> I'm already. Apologize. Kind of, I'm already kind of on the fence of telling everybody never buy a house because it's a trap. <laughs> and you're just making it worse. I'm already on the verge of telling any and everyone I know, do not buy a house. It's such a pain in the ass. But there are so many wonderful things that far outnumber the bad when you own your own, if you ask me. I don't know anymore. (laughs) I'm really, really wondering. Because it has been a headache and a half for like three straight months on buying this damn house. Yes, definitely can be. It's not a new house. It's not like the one fell through and we had to go look again and start over again. No, 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 no. No, we're still on the same goddamn one. And they ask you like for everything. Oh, yeah. I swear if we were parents, they'd be asking for the blood of the firstborn Mm -hmm. by now. Oh, yeah. They want your baby teeth and all. They do, and then they ask for it like three times over. You're like, I yes. gave you this shit four times already. Wait until the day of the closing when your hand will hurt because you will sign so damn much. They'll be like, sign here, sign here, print here, sign here, sign here, print here, sign here. <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm really glad it's coming to an end because I'm really getting over it. <laughs> I am really starting to get kind of over this whole buying house shit. It's fun. Even my wife looked at me. I think it was last week. She looked at me. She goes, you know, if I had known all this, maybe we would have just rented again. Like, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm wondering if that's still an opportunity because it's a lot easier to rent. And what's bad is my payments for the house are actually going to be less than my rent payments. Yeah, that's and the way I, it usually works out. I, I buy, have those with no issues. Yeah. So why can you not look down and say, oh, wow, this rent was even more than what this is going to cost, and he's never been late or anything. I'll pay you, fuckers, I promise. <laughs> just give me the damn keys. Yeah, I'm just I'm done. <laughs> the seller has now agreed to everything. I have now agreed to everything. What the fuck else could there be? We're good. Yeah. We got any uh, GOT fans out there? Hmm? Oh, it's getting of, good, I folks. What talking about. GOT, it took me a second. Sorry. Well, that's because you don't watch it. Well, I'm not in with the slang. My bad. I don't. And, and no, I'm sorry before everybody flips out. I have not watched Game of Thrones. I can't believe it either. I failed as a mother, I know. For some reason, and it's not even like, because I've heard nothing but good things about it, and I would mm-hmm. like to watch it eventually. It is extremely, extremely interesting. It will grip you in there so quick. You blink and you'll be like, man, I want to see another, then another. I, I wouldn't mind watching it. I wouldn't. Just what everybody says and it's such, such a giant following. I just, I don't know. I don't know why I never did. I think it's because... They're so long and just, I don't ever have time to watch TV. There's they, so much I want to watch that I haven't. I swear to you, they say they're an hour, 
but like I blink or 10 minutes has gone by and it's over and I'm always like, what? Oh, I mean, there's great <laughs> shows like that. And there's a, quite a few shows out there that I could say never feel the length. However, at the end of the day, when I look down at the clock and I got to yeah. be somewhere, I got to go to work or whatever, um, that time then you has know. still passed. Yeah, then you know. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't want time, man. Because I'm also one of the few people in the world, I think, that I've never watched any of the Star Wars I've never seen any of the Star Treks. I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings. And everybody's like, oh, you, you've had to have watched all these at some point, right? I'm like, I've watched literally none of those. I haven't even seen Harry Potter. I haven't either, and I feel really out of place. Because you'll hear people talking, and I mean, they get in-depth on some Harry Potter. And uh, I'm always my like... My wife. Hi, I don't know nothing about I'm sorry. My wife is a Harry Potter fanatic. <laughs> she has a fucking Harry Potter tattoo. <laughs> her only bumper sticker that I've ever seen on any of her cars is literally just a Slytherin thing from Harry Potter. <laughs> so I feel really out of place in my marriage. I mean, I was able to at least... Unlike the Star Wars and Treks and Lord of the Rings and all of those, at least Harry Potter, I have seen the first movie. See, I haven't even. I plan on watching the rest with my wife. Like, that is an honest goal. I've gotten to the first one so far. We didn't make time for that. And I have seen Fantastic Beasts, which I know is not, like, the Harry Potter that everybody knows. But it's, like, their new, like, their follow-up. Right. Right. It's actually their follow-up, but it's set before... Hogwarts a prequel, isn't that yeah. what they call them? And I have seen, I hadn't seen the second one. Me and my wife were just talking about that yesterday because it's finally out on DVD. We were going to buy it. Um, but I did see the first one. I loved it. And the first movie I liked as well. So I do I want to watch them. I would love to read the Harry Potter books because I'm an avid reader. And yeah. everybody just is like, they're so awesome. My wife I don't know them. why I don't. She rereads them at least, I would say almost at least once a year. I could, I could just out of like you know she'll she won't have any new material to read or whatever, mm-hmm. and she will go back and reread through them because she loves the book so much. Yeah, see a lot of people. She also do. is I an avid reader. And why like, I never have? She's reading. There's no like real reason I haven't. I don't know. I'm sure we have them. You're more than welcome to borrow them and read them. I'm sure she would gladly have someone else to go read with them. <laughs> uh, and the other than that, I I started I did start watching. And what's bad is we're sitting out. I never have time to watch anything. I did start watching. They have a new season of Hardcore Tabletop out. So I started watching it? that. It's called Hardcore Tabletop. Um, it's made by Rooster Teeth, uh, which is a company that I absolutely adore. And I remember when I first found them, and there was they were this small little company. Yeah, you've no been name. a faithful fan of Rooster Teeth since I can remember. Yeah, it's it's been about twelve years now or so, and they're I, only yeah. I think. Oh, I think they're only been in for like fifteen years. I've been following them since, like, their third year, essentially. So, actually, it might be 13 years I've been listening. The only thing I used to really like from Rooster Teeth was when they did that uh, simulation and they talk as the people. Oh, Red versus Blue? Yes. That's what first made them huge. Was That that was hilarious. Machinima. I don't know why I could think of that word there for a second. I like that. And Red versus Blue is awesome. And now they just have so much. Now this giant company, and it's crazy because now when I first started following them, you either knew them or you didn't. Yeah. Like, there was not, oh, yeah, they had a, like, you either knew, oh, Rooster Teeth, yes, I love them because of this, or you didn't know them. And now it's kind of cool because they are such a bigger company now. 
people are like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Like, even if they don't know know them, they know something of them. They're like, oh, yeah, I saw that movie they made. Or, oh, yeah, Red vs. Blue. Or Ruby in the anime world. They started making an anime, and I've never watched anime in my life, but I've watched Ruby. Uh, so people know from that world. But they have a thing. They do hardcore tabletop. It's Monopoly, but with real money. No, that's cool. So it is... The winner has the potential to win... I think it's like ten thousand five hundred and forty-two dollars that come in a monopoly set of real That's cash. Cool. I remember when you first watched it, me and your dad were like trying to get you some rooster teeth things for like the holidays, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was like impossible unless you went onto their website. Yeah, there for the first several years. I mean, that was. Because nobody had heard of them, yeah. Their videos buy. were not sold out at the stores. No, you had to go to roosterteeth.com to buy right. anything from them. And I mean, even like their first or second season, they actually packaged everything in the one dude's bedroom. Because <laughs> they didn't have an office yet. They weren't <laughs> right. a, com- a, a big company yet. They were just the four guys, you know, four or five guys that wanted, I want to do this. I think we can go somewhere with this. And How I mean, many of the originals are still there? Uh, I know all four main original people are still there. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Bernie, Matt, Jeff, and Gus are all still there. Nathan was there like maybe a year or two into it. He is no longer with them. But that's the only one I can think of. I didn't realize that. That's pretty awesome. And now they have, you know, you consider an old person, a regular that's been there. Oh, they've been there for <laughs> 10 years. And now that's like... Yeah. Now they're this company. They just have, oh, I bet you they have over a thousand people at least. Wow. They have to have at least that. They have so many departments now. It's no longer just that they have departments. You know, these are the studio people. These are the live people. These are these people. These are the animation. These are the. (laughs) It's crazy. And it's it's fun. But they started that. So I do have been watching that. That's pretty much all I've been... Well, I mean, there was Easter, of course. Yep, there was Easter. It was nice. I, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I got to work an early shift, because I do have to work every holiday uh, with my job. And so I worked, but I, I did my... I only had to work five hours, and it was earlier, so I was out by, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I got to go from there and go to see both of my grandmothers, which is really cool for me, because I usually don't live anywhere near... So right. that's one of the cool things, like I've been saying about moving back, is to be able to do stuff like that on a holiday, to go and work to for a little bit your, and then to go over fill and fill a food. Don't forget oh, about that. I ate so much. Oh, I did. I have not eaten that much. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I ate so much food. It was it was a lot of food. Good, it was so delicious good. food. Oh, it was so good. But so much of it I ate. And of course. Because they're both my grandmother's house. You go to each of them, they elbow, oh, no, eat some more. <laughs> oh, yeah, make yourself another plate. Take some. And I'm just like, by the end of it, I'm, I feel like the, uh, from Charlie and the, or, or Willy Wonka. Yeah. The, the blueberry. Uh, violet, you're turning violet. <laughs> That's what I felt like, just this giant circle by the end of it. I feel like I, I could have rolled down quicker than my car could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was, like, in a food coma that night, yeah. Oh, I know. My stomach was actually hurting because I ate so much, but it was just so good. And yes. Y'all and know when you're so at family much functions like that, all that food is so good and it's all homemade. Everybody has their, like, favorite dish they bring and it's, oh. I was already stuffed and, like, feeling the coma coming on from the food and... 
she offers me a homemade mint chocolate lollipop. Yeah. Who's going to turn that down? No, Ain't I, nobody I, uh... in their right mind. So after I wipe all the chocolate off my face and it's all over my shirt because I eat chocolate like I'm a two-year-old. <laughs> I was really stuffed. <laughs> but no, it all was, it was some damn good food. It was. It mm. was. Damn good. I don't think I'm going to have to eat for like another week, but you know. No. Other than that. <laughs> neep, 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 neep. But I think it's, it's all I've been really doing this week. Like I said, oh, it was yeah. nice week. I've just, oh, this house is oh, going to be the death of me. I swear I'm going gray. <laughs> let's go into our stories this week. What do you got for us? Alrighty. On my first story, I have cost of the most famous street in America. Do you know what that is? Is it the one in California? Yes. Lombard Street. Lombard, yes. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Now, would you pay to drive down Lombard Street in San Francisco? Is that the the zigzaggy one, right? Right. You have to pay to drive down it? They're proposing a bill that you may have to. Why? <laughs> That's my story, baby. It's also called the world's most crookedest street because it just zigzags the whole way down. Oh, yeah, it's chaos. It gets over 2,000 tourists a year to just want to drive down it. Because it's so famous and iconic. Oh yeah, if you're out there, you'd be like, I got to go down it. But anyway, the people who live there, though, it's becoming more of a hassle than it is a good thing. I think that's part of like you live there. You know that street is exactly. It's only been there since what 1922. So yeah, you kind of know this by now. It's always been a an odd street and a spectacle. Like yes. It causes major traffic jams, and then they're getting really bad pollution there because all the idling cars waiting to go down. I didn't think about that part. Yeah. Uh, it Like I said, it was created in 1922, and of course we all know that it, the reason it's so crooked is because it's extremely steep. Yes. So they just made it crooked so that you can actually go down it without like nosediving. <laughs> Without, like, hooking something onto the back of your car, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, so which some people do not get that hint. Because yeah. I remember there was a street in Germany that I used to have to travel. Yeah. And it wasn't even, like, oh, an odd street. Like, it was literally one I had to take to go to work. And it was the most, the steepest street I think I've ever dealt with in my life. It was steep. And it was narrow, too. Like, if you're going to do one, why the fuck you got to make it narrow, too? Can it be I'm, one or the other? A can lot it either of be... streets over in Europe are narrow as shit, though. Yeah, but it can either be narrow or that steep. Like, it yeah, can't you be can't both. be both. Why do you have to combine the two and make me want to die every time I have to drive to work? Lord forbid it was snowing. Oh God, no! Anyway. That took a long way. There was a, <laughs> yes. there was one way around that street. It took you an extra about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You bet your ass if it was bad weather, I was taking the extra ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the San Francisco Transportation Authority has proposed that you can make a reservation and pay a toll in order to go down Lombard Street now. I guess it's just like a normal toll road. It's like a dollar or whatever. The plan is from 9 to 9, it'll be open. You have to make a reservation in order to go down it. That's a little... Crazy. And it'll cost $10 to drive down the iconic street. What the hell? 
Yeah. They ain't mad about people going there. They're just trying to find another way to make a buck. No, the thing, at least what I think it is, because it's a ritzier place, you know, you just don't, nobody from, you know, Joe Schmo ain't going to go and purchase no house on Lombard Street. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I think they're getting a little upset because this is like they're, they paid so much to live there. I guess they're getting tired of not only the pollution and the traffic, but these people throw trash. So their places get trashy. You know what I mean? Because people are inconsiderate assholes at times. At times? At most times. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this fee, of course, will be for tourists only. If you live there or if you're a guest, you obviously won't have to pay or, you know, anything like that. I don't... I... The the fact that you're making it literally an open close thing, it's I find that a little bullshit. I I guess a part of me can see it. You moved but like there. I said, you this bought street, the house on Lombard. Exactly. Everybody knows Lombard this street. street has has been there since nineteen twenty two. You can't tell me that in just the past couple years people have been coming to see it. It's That's... been featured in movies and TV, so everybody has wanted to go down it. Yes. It's like, in my opinion, if you live out in Beverly Hills and you're going to start bitching about there's a lot of traffic, it's fucking Beverly Hills. Everybody wants to drive through Beverly Hills. All right. Let's go down Rodeo Drive and e- Exactly. You know, exactly. like, no shit there's a lot of people. You're on Lombard Street. If you... Everybody knows that. It's, oh, that's the cool... Yes. That's the cool zigzag street in San Francisco. Of course there's going to be fucking people out the uh, ass trying like, to drive down. Be like buying a house out in D.C. and complaining about the traffic. Yeah, like, I feel like it's part of when you buy it on Lombard, yeah, it's more expensive because it's going to be a super nice house, but it's also in a very popular area. It is. It if is. you buy it down in the middle of town, guess what? You're going to have a lot of people around you in the middle of any town. If you don't like people and you don't want a lot of traffic... Go out into the woods, buy some acreage. You don't have traffic. You can live outside of town. I wouldn't mind it if they'd, like, numbered only so many a day or something, you know? I could see that. I could see that. And I could see a small fee. But also, we're talking California, where everything is, what, like, three times higher on a national average. So maybe that's why the 10 to us seems like so much, but out there it's probably... How how long is Lombard Street? You know what? I don't know. I know it's not very long. long. No. $10 is a lot of money. It does seem like a lot. I agree. I thought the fee was steep. But I, I don't know. I guess I can see both sides of it. But like you said, I mean, this you've known that this street is one of the most famous streets in America and has been, you know, forever. So the fact that you're going to complain now after you purchase the house there and live there, kind of kind of kooky, I guess. But um, we'll see if it passes. I'll let you know if there's any updates and all to see if it does pass and what passes and what doesn't because a lot of times they'll take their proposals and mess them around a little before they... It is literally one block. Yeah, I knew it wasn't, you know, major. I just know that it's just side to side. And what's like the top speed? It's like really... 
I don't know. Really small, the top speed on it, because you are going zigzag. Oh, oh yeah, you're not you're not going quick down the way. That way. No. I, I can't find the speed limit where I'm at. Now. I just know it's like really low because you are zigzagging. But my thing is, oh, the sign at the top recommends five miles an hour. Yeah. Okay. See, clicks. I knew it was like super small. So and it it does get a lot of traffic daily. I'm definitely reading that. Yeah. But my thing is, it's a block. I have a hard time paying ten bucks to, to drive, drive a, block. a fucking block. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just find that But it's... if you were out there, would you pay it to ride down it? I mean, you're already out there, say, you've already gone there on vacation. Would you pay it to go down there? I don't know. I don't know if I would pay 10 bucks. It is steep. I That's do agree I said, with you there. Like a normal toll road amount. A couple bucks. Between three one and bucks. three dollars. Yeah. You might be able to talk me into it, even though it's just a block. Just, just yeah, just, just to say you Lombard drove down it, right? I could see three bucks. I could, I could see doing that, but I don't. I couldn't see myself paying ten bucks to drive down one block, where I have to schedule a time. To, no, that's make a stupid. reservation. No, that's yeah. dumb. You and bought it there, possibly wait in traffic because there are so many cars going down there, and you can only go five miles an hour. Yeah, that's. That's eh, my point. I'll let you go. I'll let you know about updates and stuff. Yeah, you'll have to let us know what you think. Like I said, I I'm sorry. I kind of have to disagree with you. I just I no, don't. No, that's that's cool. I don't know. I I don't think it's. it's I worth think all people that. will pay it simply because. Oh it's yeah, novelty. people will pay it. I will guarantee you that because yeah. of because it is unique. And on vacation, you always tend to pay for things you normally wouldn't. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, every time ever. It's just vacation woes. Yeah. You go, well, I'm out here. I'm already on yeah. vacation. Let's I'm on vacation. I'll do it. And then you see your bank account when you come home and you cry for me. <laughs> well, my first story is going to be animal adventure. Yay, animals! So I'm going to kind of kip the animal thing yeah, just vibe, for the story, vibe. really. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, there was this black lab that ran away from home, Aww. which is any pet owner knows it makes your mind just race. Oh, gosh, And yes. you freak out. Mm-hmm. As I could not, you know, it, it happened when this family pet ran away. You know, they're calling local animal shelters. You know, doing your typical worry pet parent thing as you would. Oh, yeah. Well, what most people don't expect is when their pets run off, for them to have apparently went on an adventure <laughs> and make some friends along the way. Oh. Well, that would be your pet. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, dog owner Laura Cryer was one of those who anticipated the worst when she realized the family dog Bo had gone missing. Oh, my heart would break. And they have pictures of this dog, and it's just a beautiful black lab. I mean, it's beautiful pup. And she said we'd been searching for him nonstop, oh. and after begging people to send them any information they had about right. the missing pup. The criers got word on a dog fitting Bo's description had been seen nearby. So, hopeful Laura went and sent uh, her husband Kyle to investigate. Oh, yeah. And stumbled across the kind of situation that you would only expect to see in some form of Hollywood reenactment movie. Sure enough, it was the dog spotted was Bo. Yay! And he had wandered to a nearby field, but Bo wasn't alone. Instead, he'd managed to get out with a couple of friends, uh, bringing along one of the neighbor's goats, 
and their dog named Ozzy and Libby. Let's go on an adventure, guys. Come on. The dog and goat belong to Chris and Shauna Huggins, who were just as relieved as the criers when their furry friends were safe and sound when they heard they were found. But like their neighbors, they were a little bewildered about how the trio managed to make the great escape for just a bit of fun. <laughs> They're like teenagers, rowdy teenagers. It, it's difficult to say whether it was Bo that broke Libby and Ozzy out or Libby and Ozzy that came and broke Bo out. <laughs> Nonetheless, they definitely all escaped and they definitely were all being pals on their own adventure together. That's awesome that they stuck together. The criers joke saying that this would be the kind of story that you would tell your family and friends and they don't believe you. No, this would be a Hollywood, like a Disney movie. It is. It's, oh, yeah. It's so uh, they took a video of it, and the trio of trouble found their way out to have an adventure. Now, luckily, all three are safe and sound with their families again. Good. Um, no word on how the neighbors plan to keep them from possibly breaking out in future attempts to go all hang out together. And what's awesome is they have this photo of Kyle who went, like I said, the husband had went out initially to go grab to see if it was Bo to get Bo and then found Ozzy and Libby as well. All right, everybody get in. Well, that's basically what he had to do because it's not like you can just tell him to go back home. So he has this wonderful picture that he posts up. I love it. His car. <laughs> and it looks like it's a pickup truck or whatever. And all you see is this goat in the back seat, uh, the one neighbor dog over in the other seat, his dog over in the passenger seat, and they're all just like, hey, what's up? We're having a great time. Thanks for coming to get us. <laughs> We're getting tired. Y'all got dinner ready? We're hungry. Let's go. That is awesome. That is just, so freaking awesome. I thought that was a great, great little story there. I gotta share you a story. Share you a story. Share a story with you about your kitty. Oh boy. His cat, Garfield, when they first moved here, got out and oh I was petrified because he didn't know the area and I was I mean I was crying I was so sure that he was gonna get uh, just hit or something I knew that he had been you had rescued him he was a cat that was found by a dumpster you yes, know he was actually where me and my wife worked uh, he was found we initially found him out in the dumpster in that area right and this is bef- what's funny is this is before me and my wife were even me and dating. your wife. <laughs> we weren't even dating at this time. We were literally just co-workers. And for some reason, this cat would did not was very, very skittish of any and everyone, which is the total opposite now. Oh, God, yes. I kind of wish it was still that way a little <laughs> yeah. bit. It might make it a little bit easier. But no, he was scared of everyone. But for some reason, he would come up to me. And by when I say he comes up to me, this was not like the first time ever. This is after about two weeks of us noticing him occasionally at our dumpster area. Right. He would start, he ran away the very first time. Next time he got, he would let me in to like throw trash away and he would just stay on the far opposite side. And then we'd be sitting there talking after work after we closed up the center. And he would kind of start coming over to like where my car was. Getting a little bit closer, a little bit closer. And eventually he finally came up to me. But then someone else had happened to walk around, and he darted again. Aww. But he would come back up to me, so I was able to give him a little bit of food. And we called the only person we knew that was a cat fanatic, 
who is now my wife, <laughs> we were like, hey, we know you have two cats at home. Would you mind taking this one in just for the night until we can find either a rescue for it or something? Right. She was like, yeah, of course. And, well, if any of you have ever had animals, you know how that goes. They spend the night and you fall in love with them. And yeah, yeah. Then they're yours. And he's very easy to fall in love with. So, but anyway, sorry. But that, no, that's how no. we That's how Garfield became part of our family. Right. Which also, by the way, a little caveat to this, this is one day before we were to get married that this started. Yes. Look, oh, it's a story. He darts out and the dog chases him, so up and over the fence he goes. Of course, we were all searching for him into the night. We, you know, lights and looking everywhere for this poor baby. And we post on the... Uh, his wife posted on the local sites, like, you know, have you seen this kitty? He'll have a tag on. And turns out he was just one street over and he was like at summer camp. He had found this lady and she loved him. So he was being well fed and well cared for. He also made some kitty friends over there and uh, he was like at summer camp. Yeah. He didn't want to come back there, you know? He's like, yeah, I'll be back. Just leave me go for a little bit. Oh, he was gone for a little bit because, like I said, this is the day before we were to get married. Yeah. We went on our honeymoon three days after we got married. Right. We left for our honeymoon. Uh, and he still was not back or found by then. Nope. We had no contact. This wasn't until, oh, I think we were about about five or six days into our honeymoon slash seeing her family because, like, we had, like, a weird, like, honeymoon slash vacation slash meeting her family because they're in alaska and it's obviously not you can't just come down for the wedding Uh, so we were meeting a lot of people while we were up there as well i went out and checked the front porch a hundred times a day because i thought he hasn't lived here this long he doesn't know the house he doesn't know the way back to it no he was just having himself a little party Uh, thankfully the lady is super amazing and uh, we were telling her our scenario. We're like, okay, so funny story. We're in Alaska. Um, we're nowhere near Pennsylvania right now. Uh, we will be back on this day. And she was like, oh, well, I'll just keep food out here. He doesn't leave here. Nope. So, and sure enough, the first day we got back, we immediately went over. And he was just hanging out on a porch with his new cat friends. Yep. Just living the life. <laughs> he was, like I said, he was having himself a grand... He went on vacation while y'all went on vacation. That's all. Pretty damn much. But, yeah, see, yeah, he has a cat that very much fits into that scenario. Yeah. I just but, thought it was uh, awesome. Could you imagine yes. going and finding your dog and you're freaking out? I oh think we may gosh. have found him, so you know you're racing Oh, with heck yeah, and your heart's beating. Your dog with another dog and a goat. <laughs> all hanging out together. That would be awesome. Like, what? That what, would be freaking awesome. Plays that in your head. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, before we continue on to our stories, and we do got a couple more here to tell you. Oh yeah, some kitties. Let's go into package thoughts mm-hmm. and hit me with what we're going to be trying out this week. We are going to be trying some sweet chaos in peanut butter flavor. Oh, sounds like my marriage. Sweet <laughs> <chaos>. <laughs> flavor. <laughs> Uh, it's peanut butter, pretzels, kettle corn, and peanut butter cups. All drizzled with chocolate and stuff. That sounds like a pretty good mix. Yeah. It does look good, I gotta tell you that. And I love kettle corn, so 
that's pretty good there's a lot of these mixes out now though have you noticed that they come in three flavors of course peanut butter which is what we're trying which is delicious and just chocolate and birthday cake this little company was founded in 1987 and its specialty is actually licorice really mm -hmm. so is sweet chaos the name of the company no the name of the company kenny's candy kenny's candy i don't think i know them uh-uh i didn't know the brand either they just came out with this because usually like i said they deal in licorice the birthday cake one sounds sweet. I don't know if I try that one. No, I don't think I'd like it. But I'm not a big that fake cake, birthday cake taste yeah. that's going around. I'm not big on it. But so. it is pretty good. It is. I, I I agree with you. There are definitely a lot of these mixes coming out. Mm -hmm. But I like them because when I and I, I I know I've mentioned this before. When it comes to sweets, I like. Even the sweet stuff that I like, I like to have a salty mix. Like, I mm -hmm. love chocolate pretzels or stuff like that. And so, for me, this is perfect because it does have that saltiness of the pretzels and stuff like that. Right. With it and the, the kettle corn. Yeah, do the other ones down. have kettle corn or regular corn? I uh, think they mostly, like, I mean, Hershey has out a, a flavor of this and stuff. I don't know. Most of the mixes I know that are, like, sweet and salty mixes. Mm-hmm aren't usually with popcorn they're usually with like peanuts or that's true too something of that sort yeah like my favorite ever is those um i can't think what they're called hershey makes them uh they, oh they the were little sweet and salty one. packs yes i love them and m&m actually not even hershey m&m is the one i'm thinking of has the best one ever the peanut m&m sweet and salty mix and it was gone for a little bit, and then it came back, and I don't know if it's still there or not, but that's, like, my favorite of all of them. It is I think good. it just has the I've best combination of all of it. But no, I love the sweet bad. and salties. This is not bad. I, if you're out there and you're in the mood for a little munchy, this isn't bad. I would get it again. Yeah, I would. It's not bad at all. I don't know where you found this one. This is one of the ones you got. Yeah. That's kind of tasty. No, I like I love the mm -hmm. sweet and salty. And like yeah. I said, the, one, the bean with kettle corn, it's a different, but... It's actually a good different. Mm-hmm. It blends very well. It does. And I like the fact that it actually has peanut butter cups in it. Yes. Instead of just like peanut butter drizzle, which a lot of things do. Yes. No, it's like straight peanut butter. You can see the peanut butter. Yeah. So I like that about it, too. No, that's that's, that's a very good mix, I think. I like it yeah, a lot. Yeah, I like it. And not bad and I do tell. like it has a good balance. Like, if you're not a... I like, I'm a peanut butter fanatic. It could be just straight jar of peanut butter that we're trying out, and I'm going to like it. <laughs> but it doesn't have an overpowering no. sense of peanut butter. Like, it's it is not definitely like peanut all butter, peanut butter taste. But it is not overpowering. You get right. the flavor of everything. Not you actually just... can taste the pretzel. And it's also some of these people are making these sweet and salty mixes. And like I said, I try them all because I like sweet and salty. Mm -hmm. But some of them really cheap out. And there's, like, nothing in there but, like, especially the peanut ones. Yeah. I swear some of them, it'll be like, oh, it has peanuts, almonds, chocolate, peanut butter, and something else. And it'll be, like, all peanuts. It'll be whatever the cheapest item is or all pretzels. Yes. Whatever the cheapest item in there is, that's right. all of it. And there'll be, like, two things. Like, I tried. They have a new Kit Kat one out. Mm-hmm. I tried it. It was good. In that package, there was literally one Kit Kat piece in that entire package. Oh, jeez. One. 
Yeah, see, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so some people kind of get a little This little one crazy seems to on have it. a good combination of everything. <laughs> I do. I like it. It's good stuff. Right. And then go out and get it. And Sweet mm-hmm. Chaos is kind of a fun name. I like it. I did. Sweet <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> All right. For me seconds three, I've got no swimming allowed. I figured with summer coming up soon... So are going to be pool parties and all that good stuff that comes along with summer. So I I, I thought I'd throw some some all, places out there, swimmy places. All the things that fat people like me detest because they don't look good on fat people. <laughs> well, these places you'll appreciate then because these are places that no person should ever swim at any time. Okay, because I, when I was a child, which was many moons ago, yes, I used was. to have a swimming hole. I think a lot of people have had a little place where they'd swim that was like a natural creek or something like that. Oh, yeah, I know down south people always laugh because you do literally swim in the swamps. Yeah. yeah but there's gators, yeah? yeah. Don't fuck with them. Yeah, exactly. And I remember growing up, and that was never, like, a worry. Like, when you went down to go mm-hmm. swim, like, it was never, this is a swamp. That's gross. Or there might be a gator. It yeah. was never, like, it was like, yeah, but it's it's the water hole. Like <laughs> It's water. Who cares? But these are places that you should never, ever consider for your swimming holes. The first one, Boiling Lake in Dominica. Well, its name kind of says it all. You see there is magma deep underneath this lake, and it keeps the lake at a constant boiling temperature. So that's not even like a nice hot spring. No. Warm. Mm-hmm. That's, this that's is like scalding boiling. your skin off. That's, you know, oh. more of that. Yeah. I, I mean, if you really, if you, you know. Maybe you're like, maybe eh, you're trying to I don't really like this guy, and like you raw. accidentally knock him over into it or something. Anyway. And another one you don't want to go in is Jacob's Well in Texas. Oh, I've heard about this place because people will die there literally yes. every year because they don't get the concept of how deep it is. Yes, that's exactly it. It is super, super, super crystal Supel. clear. But you cannot see the bottom. Do you know why? Because it's extremely deep. And it just kills many people every year because they you they don't grasp the concept of how deep this water is. No, it is like I, I that one I actually have heard of. Yes, because it takes lives every year because there's giants on there where do not swim mm-hmm. it's deeper than you think. It's not even just for experienced swimmers. This even, is not yes. a spot to swim. Even professional go, oh, divers it. are warned in Jacob's Well because of the tunnels and all. It's it's just so deep and so massive, and you don't really get, see that from the top. You see this no, crystal clear water. Yeah. It looks like a pool you would want to jump exactly. into. Exactly, you would in. want to jump into. The next is the Nile River in Africa. <laughs> just think about that one a little, folks. So, There's over 100 crocodile attacks Every single year in the Nile. And yet, people still go in there constantly. Well, certain people go in there because they live. Right. That is... That, that, that is, is kind of their... how they <laughs> bathe and how they do everything. Yeah. Their water. Yeah, well, the crocs think it's theirs, so... Be careful. 
I think the, the Crocs, Crocs win most of the time, it sounds like. Yeah, I would say the Crocs win at least 100 times. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, the next is the Bubbly Creek. It's in Chattown. Chicago, Chicago. Anyway, they tell you to stay out of Bubbly Creek because it is so toxic that no fish can live in it at all, ever. Wow, what's so what's so toxic about it? It has run off. Is it just because it's Chicago? Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it has run off from so many different companies and such that it literally bubbles because it's so toxic. That's wow. why it's called Bubbly Creek. Yeah, that they're like, like, don't step in it. And why would you want to go swimming in the water that's bubbling? You know what I'm saying? I don't. That, yeah, that that you got me on. We're not talking bubbling like you know bubble bath. I'm just saying that's nasty. Stay out of there. They give it a sweet Owens. name to be such a yes horrific. <laughs> the next one is Lake Karache, and I hope I'm saying that right. And I'm probably not, and I'm so sorry, Russia. It's in Russia, so I apologize to all Russians. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I nailed it. <laughs> anyway. It is the most toxic lake on earth. If you go into that water, they have signs all around it, but if you go into the water, death will occur within an hour. Nice. So uh, you don't want that to be your swimmy hole either. That's not, unless it's like your last time swimming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of these places would be good to like put the dead body after you're done. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, it's just a thought. That's all, a thought. The next is well, Kipo. Got new listeners are called the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> the Kipo Falls in Hawaii. Aloha. Also known as the Pool of Death. That oh, pretty much cool, would make me want to stay away. Also, that makes me kind of want to go. Yeah, see, no, not really. Makes me want to put the dead body in it, but that's about it. Again, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> if the hidden whirlpools there don't get you, the sharks will. Oh, that's cool. So, you know, if the whirlpool don't get you, shark. Which way would you rather go, whirlpool or shark? Whirlpool. I think so, too. No, I don't know a shark, though. Just to know you went out by shark. That's kind of awesome. not food. Yeah, but it's fun. Next, the Amazon Basin in South America, of course. It is so full of predatory fish that your chances of swimming in this for any length of time are so minimal. And it is the only water in the in the world that has that one little amoeba that they say goes up your urinary tract. I no. Yeah, see, it's the only one. So, you know, you might want to just stay out of there a little bit, you know what I mean? (laughs) Number eight, Lake Victoria in Africa. It has its very own weather system. Oh, that's kind of cool in a way. Yeah, that is kind of cool, actually. But the only bad part is that you could be out there swimming, being beautiful, and within minutes, it'll come down to an imminent storm. So a lot of cool. people drown because it's beautiful, and then all of a sudden you're out there swimming, and BAM! So. Huh. Next, Horseshoe Lake in California. There have been so many earthquakes under Horseshoe Lake that there is a presence of carbon monoxide in the water that'll kill you. 
rather quickly. Wow. So you'll want to stay out of Horseshoe Lake. And for the last one, we have Gansabi, also in Africa. Maybe you should all stay out of the water in Africa. Buy a pool. I'm just saying. Yeah, because that's a great, great, easy thing to do in Africa. Yeah, Most yeah. of the places you're mentioning are not, you know, necessarily in rich countries. Well, you know. Kind of why like, we have all these things going about, hey, how can we get clean water to Africa? Have you ever, that's true. Have you yeah, ever heard, heard of this that. movement? It's a pretty big movement. I think it's a pretty cool one. I think it's one you should get behind. I think you'll enjoy it. Anyway, the Gonzabi is also called Shark Alley. So, uh, yeah, it has more sharks than any other water area in the world. So, if you want to go swimming with sharks, jump on in. <laughs> All right, happy swimming, y'all. <laughs> I like how you do that part, though. <laughs> well, my next story is this is actually be kind of a unique thing. Okay. It's kind of a twofer here. Okay. Ridiculous restaurants. Oh. Now, the first story I'm going to mention to you, uh, and I'm, I'm going to let you guess where it happened, because I don't think you're going to guess it. Oh. Uh, I'm Sounds customer. like a challenge. At a restaurant, pulled mm-hmm. an iguana from under his shirt, swung it around, and threw it at the manager. Yes, this happened this week. You said iguana? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, I thought Iguana, that's like the lizard. No, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. Surprisingly, this did not happen in Florida. No way. This happened in Ohio. Damn, Ohio. More specifically... Painesville, Ohio. The police were called to the Perkins restaurant around noon. So this happened at your ever-friendly Perkins. Uh, Police say they apprehended the suspect a few blocks away in the city. Uh, About, it's about 30 miles northeast of Cleveland. He's the guy carrying the iguana, huh? So it's it's like right between Ohio and Pennsylvania. It's like right northeast of Cleveland and that little little bit there. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, the 49-year-old was charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. Uh, police say the lizard, who they named Copper, was taken to the County Humane Society to be checked by a veterinarian. So, yeah, they, uh, what kills me is he had to have had that, like, in his mind to do. Because he Why? had it under his shirt. He pulled it out from under his shirt and be like, oh, yeah, bitches, secret weapon time, iguana power. Like, what? What are you going to do swinging your iguana? Is it like... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I'm swinging <laughs> Sounds like a whole different story there. That We're going noon. back to those erotic zoos from last time, huh? <laughs> it wasn't noon. It was midnight when the iguana was swung around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I just don't get like... Did he think everybody was going to be like, Whoa, check this out. Flying iguanas. What kills me is, like I said, he had it on his shirt so that... Like, you know, that had to be thought. There was like foresight to that. Because you don't just, well, I don't think you just randomly put an iguana on well, your you shirt see, for safekeeping. Something tells me this guy doesn't think much to begin with. Correct. <laughs> and something tells me there was some other substance involved uh, that I hope the iguana didn't partake in, but perhaps the gentleman did. Yeah. Poor, poor lizard. Could you just imagine me swinging around like, ah! <laughs> One second, you're on a warm body, next second, ah! And how do you react to that as the manager of that Perkins? Like, you're just sitting there, it's noon, so you know this is lunch. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to go up and be like, excuse me, sir, could you please? I'm sure, before he did this, I'm sure there was a problem. So, hey, manager's coming, we're trying to defuse, blah, 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 you know, what's the issue, whatever. And this motherfucker, 
pops an iguana out from under his shirt, bam, bam. swings it around by the tail and throws it at you. What is your reaction when an iguana is being thrown at you? To duck. Like, like what, do you, what do you do <laughs> in that scenario? I don't know what else you do besides duck. Because I don't want to get smacked upside the head by an iguana. I don't care. They're big lizards. I just don't want to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird shit, man. That is some weird shit. The second story I have to go on with ridiculous restaurants that I found also happened over this last week was down in Texas in Springtown. Okay. Mr. Jim's Pizza had to be temporarily shut down Uh when it was discovered that employees put laxative on a pizza Oh. and then served it to a fellow employee. Uh, they were forced to close down during an inspection by health inspectors after an employee reportedly bragged on social media, which, first mistake, don't post when you do stupid shit like that. Obviously, young kid. Continue. About putting Miralax on another employee's pizza without that employee's knowledge. Uh, according to police, three employees put laxative on at least one pizza that another employee ate, causing that employee to get sick. And by sick, I mean, I'm guessing shit they probably Shit the eye of a needle. Yeah. Homeboy probably didn't leave that bathroom for a while. Mm-mm. The incident took place around 8 o'clock uh, on a Friday, and the employees claimed they did not taint any of the pizzas that were sold to customers. Uh, the restaurant was still forced to close after having their health permit pro- pro- oh, yeah. during the investigation. Yeah. Uh, and then a follow-up inspection was reportedly scheduled for, like, right, uh, probably early this week, and then they should be able to reopen. Um, no one knows whether... The employees will face either criminal charges or disciplinary action. None of that is out yet because it's technically still under investigation. You know, I'm just saying, a guy who is going to put laxative on somebody's food without their knowledge, I don't really trust that he's being honest. True, but in my here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're probably all younger. Oh, yeah. And it was a joke on the buddy. I don't think he did it to any customers. It probably they, was a they joke. He was probably just like... They probably were being truthful when they say they didn't do it to any customers. And I don't think there should be any criminal action. No, but... Disciplinary I, action, yes. 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 Possible termination, depending right. on the employer. Like, all of that, mm-hmm. fully understand, can't stop them. But I'm sorry. If you've ever worked in retail or food service or whatever... You do some stupid shit to get a laugh with your buddies. Not and I'm only... not trying to say this is the most genius idea. However, it, I wouldn't necessarily think this criminally like throwing a iguana at someone. Yeah, that's that's different. The iguana's different. Um, when I was a, a young child, the laxative was, uh, I think it was X-lax, and it looked like a chocolate bar, and you always used to try to get people to eat it because it looked like a chocolate bar. So, like you said, I oh, I think it was. It was <laughs> I didn't think it was, you know, done with like ill intent. Yeah. They just like check us out. Watch what we're gonna do. This dude's gonna shit, literally. And, you know, yeah. That's shit all. Shit his brains out. Which it's I feel kind of bad that they that the poor pizza shop had to get shut down for when it probably is, in all honesty, just that thing, and they probably probably yes. didn't fuck with that guy. Just don't. Here's here's my thing. I've done some stupid shit and some shit that would probably be not advisable to keep a restaurant open. Just saying. 
It's happened. However, every time we did stupid things like that, not trying to say there wasn't photos and videos taken, because that would also be a lie, never were they posted online. Yeah. They were photos and videos for us to laugh at each other. And right. I've never done x lax on someone's food or anything like that. But we have done some stupid things. We used to hide in, in many crazy places that you probably should not be at just to freak freak out, scare, fuck with. And I've, I've hidden things. Sure, people, sure. And, um, definitely put some, some things that OSHA would not approve in ways of other people. However. <laughs> no. I'm kind of okay with the laxative thing, but the iguana guy, he gets to go. Yeah, the iguana, that's just weird. I had to throw that in there because it was just such, there's, there's really nothing else on it, but when you have an iguana on your shirt and that's yes. what you throw and whip, I, that just, that you, caught you my just... attention this week. And I'm like, that, is that a real story? I'm reading through going, Motherfucker, this really happened last week. Yeah, like, you don't uh, throw animals at others. You just don't. Yeah, don't. It's, it's bad don't, etiquette. Don't whip your iguana around him. No, not out in public. Keep your iguana under your shirt. <laughs> Thing. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We all know what that means. Last clip. And, of course, I tied this into my other story. This one is called Swimsuit Time. Again, not a fun thing for fat people. Yeah, but in case you need your swimsuit to go in Bubbly Creek. Because guess who didn't get their swimsuit bought over the or over the winter? This guy. I still have parka bod. Sorry. Somebody's a little, little testy about the whole swimsuit thing. Anyway, of course, as I said, summer's coming up, so you want to grab your swimsuit. Here are a few suggestions for you to grab. Yeah, something that covers my entire body so people don't scream and run away in horror. Okay, that's a little rough. It's a little rough. You sitting there talking like, okay. Anyway, there is a bikini out there that features over 150 carats. I mean, even my wife, I'm pretty sure, unless it's complete darkness, doesn't want to see my body. (laughs) It is made of all diamonds. There's absolutely not a stitch of fabric on this bikini. And the price tag is a mere $30 million. Here's my thing. First of all, it actually doesn't sound comfortable. No, it doesn't. I gotta agree with you on that one. Because it's that's literally rocks. Yeah. Like I don't want to wear rocks. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't want to wear. There a bikini. wasn't a bikini much in to general this. general sounds very uncomfortable to me. There However, wasn't much to this to begin with. But it just it doesn't sound comfortable. And like, why would no one like even like people with their wedding rings and the diamonds, their wedding rings, they take them off before they go in the pool because they don't want them to get messed up or ruined or lost. Like, why would you just want to jump into a pool? With, well, I'm presuming these are the people that just sit there and sunbathe. And yeah, they like don't they actually swim. That just, I don't know. That just sounds different. It, I, I personally think I'm not positive, but I think it was made more for a, like, magazine shoot or something I'm other sure. than a, you know, That's something. weird. I'm sorry. That one's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, maybe that one's a little too pricey for you, but that's yeah, you I. You don't fucking say. How about the dissolvable bikini? Now we're talking. There you go. It's completely made up of a material that melts away as soon as it gets wet. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be a cruel joke to play on somebody, wouldn't it? <laughs> Could you imagine going up, oh my God, I got this new black bikini and I bought a matching one for you. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. And you'd go and put on your bikini and she'd jump in the water and bam. <laughs> that would be awesome. I want I want to, someone to do this to their friend. It would be funny. Because that is fucking awesome. And then I personally want to do it to my wife because, well... I get a free show. <laughs> if that one's just a little too much for you, I, I got you another suggestion. Later, no, I like that one. <laughs> I need to find where to buy that for my wife. How about the smart swim bikini? It has a built-in UV meter just to let you know when it's time to apply your sunscreen again. How white are you that you it's now need a UV meter? Hey, 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 white fuck. Lather up again, buddy. You're you're like 70% Irish. Dear Lord, wear a sweater. Okay. Anyway, they no, there's they that out it. there. If you really, really want to get noticed at the beach, how about the LED bikini? Oh, yeah, that's right, folks. It lights up in all the important places. I see this being very popular at spring break. Oh my time. gosh, yes. Yes. Very yes, yes. Like you know this is at spring break, no matter where you're going at in spring break in Florida, like there's gonna be someone with something like with that. With a LED bikini, baby. It's called the glow, appropriately. And uh it Accurate. would be just cool as shit for a night swimming party, wouldn't it? It would. That's why I you said this admit. is actually that one I'm actually not just like being a, a gross human behind or you're weird, but like that one I'm actually Yeah. That's actually that one would awesome. be kinda of fun. That's legit. That's that would be fun. As for me, I'm just gonna stick with my uh tankini and sit off to the side of the pool sipping wine. Uh, the last time I wore a bikini I got a lot of strange looks. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah, my a lot of room for those things, too. man. Huh? I think I was wearing it backwards at one point. I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> Did you have one of those dissolvable ones on? <laughs> well, over to my last clip is the Limpin' Lombardi. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not a huge football fan. Mm -hmm. uh, like normal NFL-style football. Uh, I, I love sports. And but everybody's heard of Vince Lombardi. This is going to be one of the few times you hear me bring up an NFL story. <laughs> uh, and that was thanks to none other than Mr. Rob Gronkowski, who, as we were actually talking about a couple weeks ago, we were surprised he's retiring after only 10 years. Oh, we okay, yes, yes. Uh, however, they, unfortunately, the Patriots won the fucking Super Bowl again. Whoopity doo da day. Well, they had it Ooh. at the home opener for the Boston Red Sox. Okay. The, a lot of the Patriots were there. They had the Lombardi Trophy with them. Sure, sure. And the Mr. Gronkowski uh, kind of was messing around, and he was he, he's known to be a kind of a playful prankster-style person to begin with. Okay. Good well, sense of humor. He was using the trophies at bat before the on-field appearance. Oh, oh. And they just thought, you know, oh, he's kind of messing around. And no one thought that he would actually follow through with using it as a bat until he squared around to bunt a warm-up pitch from Mr. Edelman, who, if you know anything about the Super Bowl, was the MVP of the Super oh Bowl this last gosh. year. 
Uh, he did actually <clears throat> pitch it, and Mr. Gronk did try to bunt it, oh, and that left a nice baseball-sized dent in the Lombardi Trophy. Mm, you don't say. You don't say. And the say. team might fix it in the future, but for now, uh, even the executive vice president of media relations released said, we're going to keep the dent and tell the story for now. It'll make a good story. Exactly. That's why I said they might fix it in the future, but for now they're like, you know what? We're just keeping the dent, keeping the story, having a fun fun run before the season kicks off and we have to get serious again. I uh, apologize for that waterfall you just heard. My dog decided to get a drink. Yeah, there's there's that. The, uh, the backup quarterback was like, hey, it was kind of like Rob's parting gift to the organization in his way of <laughs> leaving his mark on the Super Bowl trophy there. So I, I just saw that. I thought awesome. it was kind of funny because I always like those odd stories like when they get to take – whatever sport you're in and they get to take the trophy out right. and have the you know the fun time and all these fun stories and there's so many crazy stories and you about hear what people things have been done dented with them. or yes. getting broken stuff like that oh, but yeah. i thought this one was pretty funny because everybody was just joking around they thought oh he's not actually gonna fit. and then sure enough i guess he's just that type he's like yeah why it not was all done and then and Danny goes oh well fuck that's a story i guess that actually <laughs> now when everybody anybody sees it they're gonna be like yeah, I, then, yeah, that's, that's cool. I, I like the fact they're not even fixing it immediately. They're like, we might fix it in the future, but for now, <laughs> it's just a dent in a story. You know, we could probably do a whole story on nothing but Stanley Cup mishaps. Oh, I know. Or if you start going, like, in soccer, oh, my. Oh, yes. They yes. have fucked those trophies a couple yes. times when you start getting into, like, the different La Ligas and all They've had it run over by buses because it mm-hmm. accidentally fell down in front of the bus and it got ran over. Oops. Uh, it's been broken, been dropped. Oh, yeah. And then definitely a lot of Stanley Cup mishaps. <laughs> from there's both usually people, alcohol it involved stolen. when the mishap comes. Well, there's that. Well, I mean, Sometimes players, when you forget it on the side of the road. I'm pretty sure if we did a poll kind of like the jobs of last week, like which job drinks the most, I think uh, if we did it with sports, hockey would drink the most. Yeah, I think I I think I would say that too. NASCAR might be up there, but I think hockey would have them be. I don't know, be I don't know. Yeah, I I think hockey would be the top. I think hockey would be the top drinking sport. I think so. As far as like players that drink and how often. Yeah. I think hockey is because you always there's a lot about, of like Russians and I ain't saying nothing to all you Ruskies out there, but fuck it up, baby. Well, I was going with even like you never really hear as much in other sports. As often as you hear in hockey, underage drinking, like when they're all before the game and they were just messing around, and then they one of them left the hotel room and they got caught, and they were you know twenty because they're in the league. And it's a big thing to drink your alcohol out of the Stanley Cup. After oh yeah, right after so. you, get, you get champagne or whatever. Right. To put in the... So there's that. I think they're drinking sport. Hockey drinks, man. That's yeah. maybe that's why I like hockey. Maybe, Maybe that's, that's why that's good shit right there. there. <laughs> Maybe they ought to, instead of ice, they ought to, like, freeze beer. You can't freeze beer? I know you can't freeze alcohol, like, like I mean, vodka and stuff. You can freeze beer. Oh, you can? Okay. I think so. Okay. I don't ever let it sit that long. I, I, I like my beer. That's true. I mean, it starts to melt. You can just get down there and start lapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like my dog now. Oh, but that's about all I have for this week. Those are our stories. Yeah. Let us know what you think. And 
ow, ow. In order to do that, you can go over to our Facebook page, like I mentioned at the top of the show, mm-hmm. uh, over to our Twitter. Uh, both those are Relative Reaction. If you look up, you'll find it. Uh, you can email us, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. If you don't do social media for whatever reason. And if you get one of those LED bikinis, send us a shot of you in it, man. That's cool as shit. And let me know where I can buy a dissolve one for my wife. <laughs> that's going to be one hell of a fun last marriage joke I can do. Because then I will be single. Yes, you will be. Worth and it. you may wind up in the hospital. Worth it. One hell of a story. Kind of like the dent. <laughs> I might fix it in time, but for now, it's just the story and a dent. <laughs> Oh, but make sure you're doing that. Like I said, if you want to go above and beyond, you were mentioned earlier, go over to wherever you listen to your podcast at. Give us that five-star rating and a comment. Yep, that helps us out tremendously. Uh, I mean, I don't think that we don't check out on y'all that are following us on Twitter. All we so time. appreciate it. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of the, the last one I was just reading today. A new part. I can't remember the name now. I was just sitting there reading it earlier. Going through the new people. Um, Give us a 44-star review. See what I did there? I, I like it. I mean, it's not good, but... I like that it was good. 44 would never be a good review. That like It would either be 4.4, which isn't bad, but it's still not that 5-star that we're going for, or you're out of 100 and you really sucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Also true. But thank you. Make sure you tell us what you think of those stories. What are your opinions? Share out some some fun stories that you might have. Maybe if you come across a crazy news article of the week, let us know. Maybe we'll be able to bring it into that next week's episode. Uh, But before we leave, just like we were talking about earlier, we do love our animals. And you had a whole segment on it last week. Apparently all three stories. And I didn't realize it until it was brought to our attention. I do love the animals. I I brought them up a little bit today. I mean, the iguana was brought up, but also the more fun one of the lab making another dog and goat friend. Uh, that was awesome. Make sure you help control the pet population in case yes. they do get loose. Spay and neuter your pets and, and some, some of your, of your relatives. relatives. Like if they have an iguana in their shirt. If they swim in a bubbly creek. Well, yeah, I mean, it has a cute name, but if it's bubbling, maybe don't Stay- go.